Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss things that will make you more effective at work by focusing on your personal development. The host of this show is Dennis Fredericks, and we're ready to go. Welcome to this new episode where we will discuss how to manage your energy level. Well, before we start, let's take a moment to discuss why it is actually important to talk about your energy management. Well, for me, I think it's the most important thing to talk about because it's the beginning of everything. With your management of energy, you are ready, ready for everything that comes. That's also the reason why I focus on that energy management as one of the first steps that I do with almost all of my clients in a one-on-one -on -one coaching because it's the preparation preparation of a bigger transformation and preparation to be ready for everything that comes and it's the same with you if you are engaged in life if you are engaged in your work if you are an ambitious leader if you are an engaged leader then it's like performing top sport the only difference there is that in sports it's always about a single event you're training for something then the event comes and you exactly know when the event will be when you have to perform at your peak level when you have to be ready for it and then after the event there's a natural cycle of recovery in life as a highly engaged person there isn't that one single event it's a constant performance you always have to be ready you always have to perform it's almost like running a few marathons a week and if somebody would say to you from hey i want you to run two marathons a week from now on then you probably will say from oh i think you're crazy i'm not ready for this i will have to train i will have to prepare myself for it but i hardly hear or see anyone who says the same thing about his work who says from well i'm not ready for it i have to train for it i have to prepare myself for it but it's the same thing and as a third reason why it is very important to talk about energy management is because i see a lot of people struggle with their balance between private and professional life and i regularly get that question how can I balance my private and professional life more? Or even within a certain life, for example, a professional life, how can I balance my different roles there? Well, with this episode, I want to prove to you that that is the wrong question to ask. Now, let's start with the energy management. Then, first of all, we need to know what energy actually is. Because if you know what energy is, then you can start to manage it. And that's already a hard thing, because energy is something very intangible. Everything is energy, but you cannot see it, you cannot, you cannot take it in your hands. So let's use a metaphor so we can visualize it in a more easy way. And that metaphor can be an electrical battery. Just think about your phone. Your phone has a battery. And if you use your phone, no matter how hard or how easy you use it, but if you use your phone, the battery will drain. And the harder you use your phone, 
the faster the battery will drain. And even if you absolutely don't use your phone and you just let it on standby, then eventually the battery will also drain. That's exactly the same with yourself. You also have a source of energy inside your body and that source of energy will deplete. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you use yourself or uh, how engaged you are or what are the things that you do or don't do, no matter what, you will always use your energy and it will always deplete. And that's already an important thing, because you need to be in the sweet spot. If you overuse your energy, then you will lose your energy. If you underuse your energy, then you will lose it too, because then you get bored. Now, if the battery drains, that's not that hard because you can recharge it as long as you have your charger with you and you have a point to recharge. Well, it's the same thing compared with yourself. If you use your energy and you can use it in a very efficient way to extend the battery life, but anyhow it will deplete, then you will still have to recharge it. And also in that recovery or in that rechargement, you can play with it you can make that even more efficient. For example, if we compare back with your phone, if you charge your phone when it's shut off, it will charge faster. Well, you can search for the same things within yourself. How can I charge in a better way or in a faster way? And the third thing you can do with an electrical battery is you can expand it. For example, with your phone, you can attach a power pack to it and then suddenly you have more battery capacity you can use. What in your life or in your body is not that you can just plug in an extra battery, but you can build your battery, you can train it, you can grow it. And then of course there is some interdependence between the, the different types of usage. For example, if you have a bigger battery, then probably the charge time will be longer. But that doesn't have to be a problem if you optimize the charging procedure. For example, if you install a supercharger or something. And that are things that you can also do for yourself in your own life. Now, with your phone, it's quite easy. You can use it, you can charge it, or you can expand the battery. And you only have one battery. Now, for yourself, in your life, in your body, it's not that easy you don't have one battery. Actually, you have four batteries installed. You have your physical energy, your mental energy, your emotional energy, and your spiritual energy. Now, I will go over one by one, and for each of them, I will focus on the use and the efficient use, on the recovery or on the, the charge part of it, and on how you can expand that battery. So, let's start with the physical energy. The physical energy is the one that we know the best. It's like running up the stairs without getting out of breath. Very easy to check. You have it or you don't. You feel it or you don't feel it. And we also know how to train it. You can go for a run. You can improve your physical health there. And that's already a method of expanding the capacity. Now, like I said before, no matter what you do, 
you will always use your physical energy. So if you want to use it in an efficient way, well, don't overuse your physical energy. Don't spend all your energy on one thing or at one time. So build in some cycles of performance and some cycles of recovery. And that's also what science has discovered, that our bodies function best in those oscillating ways. So performance and recovery. And they even put a time on it, and it's about 90 to 120 minutes, so one hour and a half to two hours, that you can perform. And then afterwards it's good to build in a recovery. If you want to build in that recovery, well, the best thing to do is to take a rest. Sleep, for example, is the best way to recover that physical energy. Another way of recovery is about the food you eat and the drinks you drink, because they are a direct source of energy. And if you eat healthy and drink enough water, you will actually fuel that physical energy inside yourself. And to expand the physical battery, you really have to take up that physical exercise. Go for a run, take that training program and really build that physical condition. Now go to the mental energy. The mental energy is everything that we use to think. It's our thinking power. And every time we make a decision, we are using that thinking power. And that thinking power is not endless. So we cannot take endless amounts of decisions each day. So again, if you want to use it in, a, in an optimal way or in an efficient way, well, don't overuse it. Don't overthink everything you do. And again, you can use those chunks of time of 90 to 120 minutes. So 90 to 120 minutes working in a very concentrated way and then building in some rest. You can also use it in an efficient way if you don't overthink things. So with other words, if you install enough routines for standard things so that you don't have to think about it. Like, for example, in the morning, well, don't think on how to start your day. Just install a routine for it that every day again is the same thing and that you know what's the next step and that you know what you're going to do. And it doesn't need to be boring, but it's just yeah, saving that mental energy. It are just the steps that you follow to get into your day. Another way of recharged mental energy or to recover in your mental energy is to build in moments where you don't think. Now that's easily said, but hard done, but it can be done. For example, if you go out of your head and go into your hands, take up something like a craftswork or go out in garden, you can even concentrate very hard on something that you are not able to think about other things. Uh, for me, for example, rock climbing is a very good one for that. You are very concentrated and I constantly have to, to look for the next move and I cannot think about other things because then I miss the next move and I fall down. For you it can be something else, but make sure that you are or focused very hard on one thing so you cannot think about other things or that you really completely get out of your head and do something, for example, with your hands. 
a way on how to expand the mental capacity well it's actually just like training your physical exercise or your physical condition you have to train it and you can train your your brain with challenging yourself for example like reading a, a thought provocative book or doing some word puzzles or taking a sudoku or something and in that way you can really expand that mental energy now the third source of energy is your emotional energy and the emotional energy has to do about everything that gives you a warm feeling if you use or want to use your emotional energy in an effective way then focus on positive realism so don't create a movie in your head about everything that could go wrong or everything that could happen to you no just look at the reality but look at it from a positive eye and that means that you face reality but that you always concentrate on a positive way out now external sources can have an influence on your emotional energy in a negative way to use your emotional energy in a positive way then yeah, just try to eliminate as much as possible of those things that give you a negative feeling to recover in that emotional mode do things that you're passionate about things that really give you a warm feeling like for example hiking or running or playing with the kids because spending time with your loved ones really fuels those emotions and that's already also a step on expanding that capacity and another way to expand that capacity is actually in prioritizing what you love making it important enough for yourself to spend time on it because you know that you need it and if you don't prioritize it well actually nobody else will the fourth source of energy that is installed in your body is your spiritual energy and that is the energy source that is used for everything that is bigger than yourself where you are engaged in your real purpose or where you contribute to the bigger whole that energy will be used when you contribute so like for example like uh, if you do some volunteering work and that will also recharge it so here is the efficient use and the rechargement very close together a good way to recover here is actually to fuel it by everything that feeds your soul so for example take up some med meditation in whatever different form it can be it can be of a heart mat it can be of zen meditation it can be yoga uh, it can even be a very conscious walk in the park so here again it's all about doing it and making time for it so if you want to expand it then it's about doing it more and prioritizing it more for yourself so you can really do it now some activities that you take up of course have multiple effects like for example if you take a walk or a run in nature then you are feeding and expanding and recovering different sources of energy at the same time 
like being in nature, is a form of spirituality. Walking and running can be a physical exercise. And if you are just there, enjoying the environment and not thinking, then it's also a form of mental recovery. So you don't always have to focus on the four sources of energy and the three types, how you can use it. Sometimes it can be combined in one activity. Now, as you probably heard in my explanation, those batteries actually come in pairs. So you have the physical and mental energy which are combined and you have your emotional and spiritual energy which are also combined. Now, if you have one source that is highly used, then you should make sure that the other source is in balance with that. So, for example, if you are in a, in a job where you have to think a lot, then you know that you are using that mental energy in a very deep way. Well, you have to be sure that the other energy sources are supporting it. And especially the physical energy, because that's one is is bonded with the mental energy needs to be there too and if the physical energy is there and is big enough and is present enough then it can also contribute to your mental work but if you're only doing that mental work and your physical energy is not there and it's not in balance with your emotional spiritual energy then you will have a hard time and then you will deplete and drain that energy even more so it's all about balancing those different types of energy with each other because then you can tap into different sources which makes the whole bigger. And that is exactly why managing your energy is more important than managing your time. If you are having a high level of energy, then you will get that feeling of excitement and engagement, that feeling of where you can take up everything you want and you can do everything you want. If the energy is not present enough, then you will feel exhausted and tired and not happy and not, not being able to do everything you want. And then the time management isn't important anymore. And this is exactly why that question of balancing your time between private life and professional life is totally the wrong question. It doesn't matter where your energy is used. You will use it anyway. And the most important thing is that you have the energy to use it. And to have that energy, you will need to focus on those different sources of energy, use it in an efficient way, recover from it and expand it. And then you can use it anywhere you want. So the right question is not how will I balance between private and professional life? No, the right question is, where do I want to spend my energy? So it's actually a design question, a question of which life do I want to design to spend my energy on? And if I want to spend more energy on my professional life, then it's a conscious choice. If you want to spend more energy in your private life, then again, it's a conscious choice. For example, in my, in my own situation, I have four kids. I'm very happy with them. And I want to be a very active and engaged dad for them. Well, that's a choice. And that choice has its consequences. It has a consequence on my business. 
I cannot do everything that I would love to do in my business because then I come in conflict with the energy that I don't have anymore for my kids. So that are choices that you make. So it's not really about balancing where you spend your time. It's much more balancing where you spend your energy and how you can recover from that because spending time with your loved ones is also a source of recovery. Now, how you can really design that life where you know where to spend the energy in the right way, that's actually a totally different topic to treat. And we will come back on that in another episode. But for now, let's focus on the sources of energy. Now, if you want to get started with this, then we already know that you have four sources of energy installed in your body. We know that for every source, you can think about an efficient use of that source, you can recover and you can expand it. This is already a lot. And to get started with this, I would suggest that you make an analysis of your own life. Which sources of energy do you use the most? And are they overused or underused? So is there a sense of balance in that one source that you use the most and how is that related to the other sources do you spend enough time on the four energy sources or is there one or more energy energy source that is completely left out or forgotten and that's actually the the first step that you can take up to install that balance and that's the thing that you can do if you want to get started with this all is to make sure that the usage of the energy and the recovery of the energy that they are already in balance and then look at the other sources that there is also a sense of balance between them to make that analysis well bear to do a very good reality check because we humans we have the tendency to normalize things. If, for example, in your physical energy you are a bit overweighted, even one kilo or a few kilos, we have the tendency to normalize that and to say from, well, it's only that one kilo. Or if you know that you are not eating healthy, we have the tendency to normalize that and to say from, well, I can have that one pot of frozen yogurt a day. That's not a big thing. Well, actually it is. So dare to do a reality check on yourself. Now that doesn't mean that you have to be hard for yourself, but use the suggestion that I gave on your emotional energy. Have a positive, realistic look at what is happening. Dare to face the reality and do it from a positive eye that you know you can change it. And if you bring the balance in your different sources of energy, well, that's already a good starting point. But know that if usage and recovery are in balance with each other, you are still on the line of zero. By which I mean that you do not have an overflow yet. It's enough to survive in a good way. But if you want to share your energy and if you want to energize other people, then you will need to have an overflow. Look at it like a, a bucket and you put water in the bucket 
and then you take some water out and as long as the bucket stays full it's okay you can put some in you can take some out and eventually it will be at the, the zero line but only if you have an overflow of that bucket only if you have an overflow of your energy well that's the energy that you can share and give to others which is also very important if you are engaged in your life if you are an ambitious leader if you are an engaged leader if you are just engaged in your life as a parent and you want to share it with your kids if you want to share it with your co-workers if you want to share it with your colleagues then you need to tap from that overflow so the first step is to create the balance the second step is to create that overflow and doing the reality check is the starting point okay i hope you enjoyed this episode about energy management if you want to dive deeper into this i can suggest two books the first book is a dutch book and if i translate it it's the corporate athletes it's written by koen Honnissen and alain goudsmet the second book is the power of full engagement written by jim lower and tony schwartz most of the things i discussed are based on those two works now, if you have any questions or remarks about this episode, you can always join the Ambitious Leader community. It's a Facebook group in which different ambitious leaders from all around the world gather and where we discuss topics like this. You can, of course, always reach out to me in person because that is what I'm here for. I help ambitious leaders to be more effective at work. I help them go from feeling tired because they push themselves so hard to being energized and focused on the right things. You can reach me by sending an email to info at thehappinessfactory.be and I block out some time each week to connect and to discuss some topics like this. If you reach out in the Facebook group, by email or through a social media channel, Please let me know what your biggest takeaway is of this episode. See you soon and up to the next one.
intro and outro of this podcast is made with the royalty-free music of bandsound.com.